Tim from Ski Rex Media, as usual. Now, I'm running very late, but that's okay. I don't mind that. It's nice and sunny out, but it is cold. I could see, I'm now I'm down at Sunapee, New England Healing Sports Association. I'm still chung tripping over that. Now, if you were listening to the podcast first run this morning, Carly Bascom, the executive director here, was on the podcast. We recorded that last week, and that's all well and good. Well, now she's standing not two feet away. Carly, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Thanks for coming over here, Tim. I, I love it, and what a perfect day for it, too. And then who do we have on my left here as well? I am Jenny Vulpus, and I am the Adaptive Sports Coordinator for VA Boston Healthcare System. And this week, we are partnering with Nessa for our annual New England Winter Clinic. See, and there you go. See, public speaking's not hard. I love it. I, she did do that very well, and I thrive on public speaking. So how's the day going, everybody? It looks like you're super busy today. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Like you said, it's blue skies. It's beautiful. The snow conditions have been fabulous. And we have, let's see, probably about 20 veterans out there today right now. We'll have 20 more this afternoon. Now, that's quite the turnout. Now, I didn't know what kind of turnout we would have, um, and, and I had to ask. My, my stepfather works for the VA facility over in White River Junction. I says, do you know about this event? He says, well, yeah, it's all over the place. So it is all over the place. It is truly New England. You have folks here from all over New England, I would assume. Yes, that's absolutely correct. So we have, uh, these are the participating VAs. We have Manchester. We have White River Junction. We have VA Boston. We've got Providence. Who am I missing, Jenny? I think that's it. I believe that's it that is here for VAs. <laughs> no Connecticut? There have been Connecticut in the past, and we've also had veterans come from all, all over the country for this event. Okay. Uh, sorry. No, we do have veterans from every state Aha. Um, here this week. Cool. So New England fully represented, and that's what we want to hear. Very good. So what, what are we doing here today? Now, I know we kind of went over it kind of last minute during the actual podcast episode, but now that we're here on ground level, what are we doing today? Yeah, so the 20 veterans that are here right now, they're out having adaptive ski lessons. Some folks that you'll see out there today, Tim, they will be standing up and skiing like you or I would. Some might be sitting down and skiing. Some might be snowboarding. Some might be in what is called a slider. It looks like a walker on skis. And then we also have some ski bike representation out there. So there's some bikes with skis on the bottom of them. You'll see them out there. Now, the ski bike is something we've all talked about, and I know a few of us are a little skittish of them. Have you tried it? I've tried it. It's fantastic. It, the learning curve is wonderful. Like it, it, You catch on real quick. If you know how to ride a bike, you can ski bike. Well, there you go. I know how to ride a bike. How about you, Jenny? Have you tried these things, or do you not ski or nothing? I do ski and snowboard, but I have not hopped on a ski bike. That is actually one of my goals, hopefully for this winter, is to get out and try it and see what the hype is about. Excellent. Hey, try new things. I'm all about that. Now, I see a crate over here. Do we have an animal? And with animal, I would assume sight impaired. So we do have service animals here this week. Not always sight impaired. This particular animal, uh, lovely dog, he helps pick up things off the floor for his person that he uh, hangs out with. Fair enough. Now, speaking of that, the reason I not really assumed sight, I was hoping sight impaired because this is something I am completely uh, fascinated by. I've seen it done. Sight impaired skiing, team skiing. I don't know the actual words for it, so excuse that. Do you work 
with that at all, even maybe not today, but any other, any other day? Oh, Jenny's got all kinds of head nodding. Uh, yes, actually, we have two, a minimum of two individuals with visual impairments here this week, and one is out this morning, um, and the other one, I hope, is going to go out this afternoon. Very good. Yeah, um, now I'm we know where we're sending you, actually, to get some footage. I think we just found out. Yeah, that, that'll work. <laughs> I am fascinated by it because I, I, I barely ski well at all anyway. So if anybody can ski better than me, I love watching them. And you can keep up. I can't. All right, ladies. Well, that's awesome. We're here. We're coming down to lunchtime. We'll get out there. We'll take some pictures. We'll take some videos. Carly, thank you. Thank you very much, Tim. And Jenny, thank you as well. Very good on the microphone. Thank you. Glad to have you here. <laughs> Thanks, girls. So, again, I'm here down here with the NEHSA. I will get it right one of these days. I swear I will. Just talking to people. It's the Veterans Event. Um, who am I talking to right now? Uh, my name is Carlos Lopes. There you go. Now, I overheard you say this is your first time. Now, your first time ever, your first time at Sunapee. What is it? A little bit of everything. First time at Sunapee, great mountain, great people, but also first time at an adaptive sports program. First time skiing out there. So it was amazing. Excellent. Now, now, what do you think of it? Uh, well, uh, put it this way. First time doing it this morning. A lot of first out of the way today. Um, actually requesting to go back out this afternoon. So they're going to see if they can make that happen for me. So in short, I love it. Excellent. Now, that's what we like to hear when people are into winter sports and they love it so much. Now, what what can you talk about? Tell us about what you are doing here as in, you know, you don't have to get too into disability if you don't want to. Um, go ahead and tell us what you what you got going on. Well, so I'm a Marine veteran. I have a spinal cord injury, uh, limited mobility. Um, I'm able to get up, walk around with my walking sticks. Uh, I have also an external prosthetic on my leg. Um, so what I, my main goal for adaptive sports is to be able to go out there and be with my children. I have four boys uh, between 4 and 11, and they all are learn, learning how to ski. I want to be make sure that I'm able to go with them. I do so many things with them already, from coaching sports to going to the schools with my service dog, reading to children, that they've seen me being in, in, the, in a chair or walking with sticks for so many years, but they haven't seen me skiing, right? And I want to see them. I want them to see me skiing, so... As soon as I got the opportunity, working with Jenny, from, um, she's been an amazing advocate for myself, working with doctors and everybody else, and it got me out here. Um, it took about a month of back-and-forth emails and signatures and everything else just to be here, and I couldn't be more happier. I couldn't. It's amazing. That's what I like to hear, man, especially when the, when it's the family involved. This is a family sport. We've all said it. Um, it's family. It's friends. It's it's social, and it's awesome. Now, what, what kind of apparatus are you using out there? So, uh, new to skiing, so if I get it wrong, I apologize to everyone listening. So, I'm on a dual ski, a, a bi-ski, for what they call it, and I've done it well enough that they want me to try a mono-ski later today, which is just a single ski with two outriggers, one on each arm. So, that's the next step, to see how, I, how well I, I adapt to that. And those are both sit-skis-type apparatus? That's correct. They're both sit-down-type skis uh, with my uh, spinal cord injury and a leg injury that I sustained. Standing up is it's just not in my cards. Uh, if I could try it, maybe, but I don't think that's probably what my doctors want or anybody else here wants is me tumbling down a hill. Sitting down is the way to go. Even with that, it's, it's challenging. You know, there's a lot of trusting equipment type mentality. And if, although I can move a lot of things still, you go fight or flight response in many ways. So you kind of want to adjust yourself and just don't think about anything. So what I started doing was I started singing the Marine Corps hymn in my head. There you go. And it just quieted me down, relaxed me, and I started bombing down that hill. It was, it was unreal. It was, I, I can't – words cannot express how I'm feeling right now, how grateful I am, how 
how freeing it is going down that mountain. It's amazing. It truly is. The, the peacefulness, uh, no one out there, just everyone having a good time, smiling. Um, it, 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 so many things go, so many emotions running through me that it's, it's just amazing. I, I, anybody listening to this that you thought you c- couldn't do this, I said those same things. Get out here and do it. Just get out and do it. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're out in the mountain someday, that's it. Get out here, have fun. That is it, man. You can't get... Dude, that has to be one of the best things I've ever heard when it comes to the sport because, A, it's a great story, and B, like you said, just get out here, man. I mean, I'm going out with everybody a little bit um, after lunch, something, I don't know, something this afternoon. So I'll definitely see you out there, dude. It's going to be very interesting. Your first day, I'm asking you questions because... I don't know what I'm talking about either. I'm here for the learning experience. So, dude, man, enjoy the rest of your day. I'll catch up with you on the hill, man. Thank you. I'll see you out there. I'll race you. Absolutely, and you'll win. Trust me. <laughs> When's the best time to bother someone? It's during lunch, of course. So, because I have everybody trapped in a building, and I'm walking around talking to folks. Who am I talking to right now? Linda Roy. Okay, and what are you, what are you doing here today? I'm one of the vets that's down here learning how to ski bike on top of cardio drumming and everything else they're teaching us. It's a veterans weekend to learn. Excellent, excellent. It totally is. Um, we're here with all the veterans. Um, the ski bike. Now, this is something me and my friends have looked at before, and some of us are scared of it. What do you think of it? It can be intimidating. I'm still learning. I had a runaway bike first thing yesterday, and the second run was good. So it takes take practice and keep on doing Excellent. Now, is this your first time on snow ever, or was this a, a lifetime thing and something new? Well, I started it last year. Um, tried skiing a couple of years before. not able to do it because of spinal injuries. And okay. worked away to bike and hoping that's what's going to be the ticket. Excellent. Excellent. So you're having a good time then? I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it. Now, it's a, it's a beautiful day out. It, that's only, that only has to help. Um, we just arrived for the second half of the day, so it looks like the mountain's good. Couldn't tell you what it was like this morning. These guys were here. <laughs> That's fair. Now, we just had a photo slid under us across the table, which was awesome. What a what a beautiful beautiful move there. Now, yeah, so, all right, so it's, a, it's your typical uh, snow bike. We, we've all seen these. Now, this person in this photo, this is as new as you, nobody? All right. I don't know who that is. <laughs> we don't know who this person is, so we're not crediting them. They'll be all right, though. But they're tethered. Now, were you tethered while you were learning? The first few times. Yep. And you're you're totally good to go now, though. No, but I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the beauty of the snow sports. You don't have to be totally into it. You just have to get up here. Now, uh, one of the common things I've heard today as I've talked to people is that just get up here. Anyone can do it, and everyone should do it. Do you agree with that? I think everybody can do it with the help that the VA and NESA gives us. They have volunteers who come out and show us how to do it and make it easier for us to be able to participate. Otherwise, a lot of us wouldn't be able to. That's right, and, and that's, it's a beautiful program. We're having a lot of fun today. Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you. And I'm continuing wandering around bothering people while they're eating their lunch, which is about as rude as one person can be. But if I'm going to be known for something, it might as well be known for that. Sir, who am I talking to? Uh, Ray Luzinski. Ray, what, uh, what's your part in all this here today with the NESA function? I'm just a volunteer that's helping with the 25th Annual Veterans Clinic. 
25th annual Veterans Cook and helping out. Um, so how are you helping out? Are you a guide? Are you a gopher? Are you just skiing today and having fun? No, I'm a volunteer uh, instructor. We're teaching our students um, who have disabilities how to get on the snow and enjoy themselves. So I'm kind of like the core group of volunteers here. They've been here for a while, and we're just teaching. Excellent. Now, when you teach, are you teaching using apparatus, whether it be a sit-ski, something similar, snow bike, or are you just standard ski instructor? I am teaching with the sit-ski. Excellent. Now, what is... What is that like compared to just teaching someone, I, I don't want to say normally, but, you know, it's, it's got to be different. <laughs> it is. It, everybody has different abilities. And for us, we need to get them to use their bodies the way they can to transition like a normal skier would, using their weight, balance, and uh, angulation to make the sled go where they want it to. So we're pretty much just transitioning a body into the sled so that it can work to their benefit. Very good. Now, as someone who could teach it, have you done it? Yes. We all usually have clinics in the preseason where you get to sit in the sleds and actually practice it, uh, practice tethering it and skiing it. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Now, it is... So what's the process? You, You mentioned tethering. Is it all tether? Is it stop? Like, like, just you can just give us a quick rundown. Again, everybody knows I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. Well, that's a that's a good question, but there is no one answer because everybody is different. Each ability or disability has a different um, strength or weakness to it. Sure. So you can get somebody that can stand up but wants to sit down to protect a, a limb sure. that doesn't have the balance of to ski standing up. So we evaluate them when they walk in the door or wheel themselves in the door, and we put them in the equipment that we feel they can progress to a normal ski day. So everybody's different. We start with a medical evaluation. We do a physical evaluation. Then we do their personal goals and what they want to do. And then from there, we take them out in the mountain and see if their goals are realistic or if we have to reevaluate or heighten them. So... We'd, it's just like a regular learning process. Very cool. Very interesting to me um, because I've never done it and I've never seen it in person. Um, I'm, I'm new to this and I'm just learning and I love it. Um, so you're going to be out all day today because if you are, I'll probably catch you out there. Absolutely. We're going to be um, heading out at 1 o'clock over in South Peak. There's going to be a bunch of mono skiers and stand-up skiers and by skiers. And you'd be more than happy to have you swing by and take some pictures. Absolutely, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Man, it, and what a bonus, the gorgeous day that we are having. It's a, it's a bluebird day. We don't have many of them this year, but the snow conditions are fantastic. They're blowing a bunch of snow, and you can't beat it. So we're doing great. Excellent. Thank you, Ray, man. Have a good rest of your afternoon, man. I hope it's awesome. We'll catch up to you. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. For the end of the day, I was able to... I got to ski, which is awesome, and that's great. And now something I've been fascinated by, and I said this earlier in an earlier interview with Carly and Jenny, I says, uh, visually impaired skiing, that fascinates me because I don't get it. I've never seen it in person. I've only seen it on television. I don't know anything about it. And today, uh, Rob was here. Now, this is Rob. Say hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. Very good. Now, <laughs> Rob is a visually impaired skier. Now, what does right. that mean <laughs> for well, you, that, anyway? <laughs> well... It means I don't ski with my eyes. There you go. Now, 
Did you ski before? Yes, that's my advantage. Now, that is an advantage. Now, does it... I don't know. I, I, how big a difference is it? I know that sounds like a up. stupid question. When I lost my sight, I gave up on skiing. I thought it was over forever. Oh, really? I got really? rid of everything. Oh, wow. And then I met the sports recreational therapist at the VA, Jenny Lopez, and she asked me, oh, do you ski? And I was like, yeah, ha, ha. She said, no, no, do you ski? I'm like, I used to. She goes, you're coming with us. Nice. And that was, well, now four years ago, 2019. Excellent. And I've been skiing every chance I get since, and it's just, it's a lot different. When I could see, you know, I was a little more timid in certain areas. Like, I was skiing in Austria, where all you see is rocks around you. Yeah. So I was a little more timid, but now that I don't see the rocks, I'm not afraid of them. Excellent. I like that. Maybe we should all try doing it with our eyes closed, man. Make sure Uh, you have guides and a headset with you. and And that's where I was going. Now, you... Um, we're using both the headset and the guides. Now, what, what was that like getting used to that? Okay, the guides was the first thing I did before I had headsets. Okay. That I could see just enough to see the orange in front of me because orange is the one color I can still see well. Okay. So, they, but they'd be like five feet, ten feet in front of me. All right. And it was a little tough because I couldn't always control my speed at the time when I was getting back to it. Sure. So, I would be like bumping next to him or get nervous but once i got used to it and we started slowing the greens and once we started picking up and you get used to it it's easier then you can figure out their groove and you follow the groove and when last year through the caf the challenge athletes fund uh through a grant i got the headset nice and that was a game changer excellent because now i can go with one guide like, I've done it with, I have a guy behind me or even in front of me, mm-hmm. and they could talk to me on the headset, and we're good. That's very interesting, actually. And the, the headset technology is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful, beautiful thing, actually. Now, here was something about the day that got to me. Uh, um, at one point, Bob, who is one of our other guys, he was in front a, m- a bunch of the time, but he was no longer in front. There was someone else in front. <laughs> what is that like when you know your guy isn't there? Now, she was on a snowboard. Yes, that's a friend of mine. Okay. But if you notice, she was wearing the universe. Totally. Very colorful, and it was easy to pick out from the white. Okay, cool. And that, and and I know, like her group, they weren't sure. they weren't going crazy fast. Yeah. So I figured, why not? I could follow her, and <laughs> as you've probably seen, I wasn't very far behind her either. Yeah. Typically, I do like to follow snowboarders. They make a lot more noise. There you go. So I didn't like she didn't have a headset, mm-hmm. but I could hear her grinding sure. and making the noise and follow her. Yeah, I think I did pretty well following her. I think you did too. I was yeah. having trouble keeping up. Like, and, and with that, we'll talk to to Bob first, and then we'll talk to Kim afterwards. Bob, now when are you here at Nessa a lot? Or do you work here? Or you volunteer? I'm a volunteer. I'm not here that often. Not here that often. No. no. So does your skill set then, when you're usually here, is it with just people like Rob who ski visually impaired or other disabilities? It's all disabilities. Okay. It's mostly stand-up skiers, uh, typically. I can assist with sit-down skiers, but um, it's pretty much any disability. Excellent. So you're pretty well-rounded. Now, today is... is for you doing the you know the guide stuff, what is that like for you? Is that a difficult thing? Was that hard to learn? Is it just an everyday thing? Uh, I happen to have a son that's visually impaired. Oh, okay. So, 
Um, I've known what it's like to guide him for 25 years now. Okay, so... so. So for me, I, I, I'm not sure I would say it's easy. Sure. Because there's a certain level of stress associated with it because you're not just dealing with yourself as a skier. You feel you have to be aware of your surroundings that much more. Sure. Where, you know, the skier who you're guiding, where is he? Is he close to you? Is he you know, falling back, sure. you know, in, in all the other skiers around, you have to be pretty uh, cognizant of what's going on with them. Yeah, it, it is, it is, it was something to see, um, because at one point, I, I swear, in fact, I said this to Kim, and we'll move on to Kim, I said this to Kim, like, you would never know that, um, that there was anything different if we weren't, well, I, I was wearing my usual high-vis green vest anyway, so whatever. But, you know, you all had the orange bib that said, uh, Rob's even said blind skier. You said what they said. But you wouldn't know it if those weren't there. Now, for you, Kim, what, what is that like? Like, we're just bombing and trying to keep up with Rob. Like, that's something. This was an unusual lesson because he is very good at skiing and he is very quick on his skis. Um, and there were bunches of people that came up to us at lunch and said, we didn't know who the visually impaired individual was. We saw four orange vests. And it was a fun day for us, but a most unusual guiding day. Um, because generally with guiding, we're talking all the time. Sure. Um, describing what we're seeing, using our hands to, to, to show the, the degree of slope. Mm-hmm. Today, we didn't have to do that. Today, we more or less had to keep up. <laughs> we did it that. And, and as visually impaired as he is, he sees enough to be very good at what he does. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, I wouldn't say you were dangerous at all. But, but, <laughs> but what I would say is that the orange vests at least give the people around us an indication there's a special lesson going on which is the, another whole point of the bib. Sure. We don't need um, curious people cutting us off. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, we, yeah. we become his, his eyes and his safety net. And mm-hmm. one of our responsibilities, and I don't know whether you saw it, but uh, I don't think you were out. It was this morning. Uh, an individual had fallen, mm. and I stood on the mountain with my arms crossed over my head so that um, she was safe. When he fell over on Wingding, Again, hey, in slow motion, so that it was, was very cool. slow motion. It was very slow motion. But again, with the orange bibs, sure. my red coat, and my arms up in the air, it was a signal to watch out, be careful. Absolutely, man, that's awesome. It's a, so it is a it, it, it's a whole it's a whole dynamic that you have to keep between yourselves as the guides, the skier as the skier, and then just us fools who are following you around. That's actually, that's amazing. And like I said, I was having trouble keeping up myself. Not that I'm the greatest skier in the world, but whatever. But it was still, I did. And it was a lot of fun. And I'm sure, like, Kim, it's a ton of fun for you, I would have to assume. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. (laughs) Two thumbs up. And Bob. Fantastic. And Bob, you must be having fun doing this. It's great. It's a great day out there. You know, it's, it's just... It's like, for me, it's just free skiing. Sure. Really. I mean, yes, there's a, a certain level beyond that, but it, this is a great type of a lesson to yeah, have. Yeah, it was fantastic. Absolutely. And, Rob, your day was amazing, I'm assuming. There's no word that explains how how it is. It just, 
beyond. But it's like you're connected with nature. You're excited, still nervous a little, but you're really excited, and it just went so well today. And plus, I've also actually I've skied with Bob before. Sure. So that was also a little more comforting when you have somebody you skied before. In the morning, I was skiing with Danny, who's a snowboarder, because I could follow him. But I skied with him before. Nice. And then the first time was Danny Kim. And then she flew right in there. She got it. She knew what to do. And then when we transitioned with Bob, it just went smooth. It really did. And it was really awesome. And I really thank you guys for letting me tag along, for taking pictures of you, for taking videos of you. Oh, I did. I mean, I'll scrap them. I didn't see you, but no. I'll scrap them. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Fair (laughs) enough. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to let you get to it because it's the end of our day and we're tired. Well, I'm tired. Um, Bob's sitting down, so he's tired. And we're going to take off. Thanks, guys, man. Enjoy the rest of the week if you're here. And thank you again. Thank you. Tomorrow's the next key day. Excellent. Thank you.